Good morning. Breaking overnight, she's out. Simone Biles withdraws from another event, the all-around competition, after the sudden exit from team competition that stunned her teammates and the world. It appears Simone Biles is leaving the floor. This morning, with individual events still ahead, will she compete again in Tokyo, or have we seen her final Olympic moment? Straight ahead, Team USA gymnasts and silver medalists Jordan Childs and Grace McCallum are here live. The weight of gold, the intense pressure facing elite athletes. We should be out here having fun and sometimes that's not the case. The conversation about mental health getting renewed intensity this morning. We'll sit down with the greatest Olympian of all time and the man who helped start it, Michael Phelps, here live. About face, the CDC reverses course, now urging everyone, even the vaccinated, to wear masks indoors in places where COVID cases are surging, including children in school. Health officials pointing the finger directly at those resisting the shot. You've got to get to them. We've got to convince them to get vaccinated. Just ahead, the new evidence people who've received the shot can still spread the virus. We've got the latest and the new debate over masks erupting from coast to coast. Democracy's dark day, emotional testimony from the officers who faced the January 6th mob at the U.S. Capitol. I was electrocuted again and again and again. They outnumbered us 50-something to one. Who they want held responsible and their message to those now denying what happened. All that plus Olympic thrills. What a race! Team USA adding to its medal count overnight, led by a one-two punch in the pool. Katie Ledecky to the wall, who will win gold, and here comes 20-year-old Erica Sullivan to pick up the silver. And a softball rivalry more than a decade in the making plays out on the world's biggest stage. Fujita sends one deep, and J.D. Reed robs her of a home. We'll celebrate with Team USA's newest medal winners today, Wednesday, July 28, 2021. The greatest female swimmer of all time, Katie Ledecky to the wall. And that's the start we're talking about. From NBC News, this is a special edition of Today at the Olympic Games with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Tokyo, Japan. And hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday morning. It's Wednesday evening in Tokyo, and a lot has happened already. It has been an incredible, a busy 24 hours. We've got more breaking news overnight from Simone Biles, the defending champion in the all-around competition, now taking herself out of the event here in Tokyo. And she hasn't yet said whether or not she will participate in next week's individual events. We're going to talk about that. And of course, Team USA's incredible silver medal win with these two. We got Jordan Childs in the house and Grace McCallum. They are right next to us. We'll speak to them in just a moment. We cannot wait to catch up with them. They are just some of the many Olympians joining us here live this morning. We've got members of Team USA softball and some of the latest American swimmers to nab a host of medals in the last 24 hours. We'll get to all of them in just a bit. But first, NBC's Tom Yamas over at the Gymnastics Center with the very latest on this breaking news about Simone Biles overnight. Hi, Tom. Good morning. 
Hey, Savannah, good morning to you. The men's all-around finals happening just behind me right now. And just steps from where we are, the vault where that moment happened with Simone Biles, it was only about six seconds, but it was more than enough time to rock Team USA and these Olympics. And as you guys mentioned, there is more news this morning about Simone Biles. This, as her teammates are speaking out, saying they were in shock when this happened, but they're going to support her no matter what, regardless if her Olympics is over or if she's getting her mind right for a comeback. Overnight, Simone Biles withdrawing from another major Olympic event. The four-time gold medalist opting out of Thursday's individual all-around. USA Gymnastics announcing Biles did it in order to focus on her mental health, adding Simone will continue to be evaluated daily to determine whether or not to participate in next week's individual event finals. This latest bombshell coming after that dramatic stumble on the vault just yesterday. Wow. With everyone watching her every move, Biles leaving the competition. Her exit from the women's team finals set off headlines around the world. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. Simone Biles is leaving the floor. It was a shocking turn of events. I have never seen anything like this. USA Gymnastics initially citing a medical issue. I love you guys. Biles returning to the floor, not to compete, Come on, Grace! but to cheer her squad on to a silver medal. Biles with her teammates by her side, telling Hoda the real reason she was stepping back. Physically, I feel good. I'm in shape. Um, emotionally, that kind of varies on the time and the moment, you know, uh, coming here to the Olympics and being the head star of the Olympics is not an easy feat. Biles telling reporters that the move was best for everyone. I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job and I didn't want to risk the team a medal for uh, kind of my screw ups because they've worked way too hard for that. The women's gymnastics team has said it's hard to compete in an arena like this without fans. So I'm a little bit worried how it's going to affect me once we get over there. The 24 year old has been open about the pressure she's under celebrating her teammates on Instagram writing in part, they stepped up when I couldn't. Thanks for being there for me and having my back. As the gymnastics team leans on one another, Team USA doing the same in the pool. The greatest female swimmer of all time, Katie Ledecky to the wall, who will win gold. American superstar Katie Ledecky dominating the 1500 meter freestyle for her sixth career gold. Her teammate Erica Sullivan snagging silver. I'm so glad we can do it in the best possible Dude, way it's awesome. today. University of Virginia stars Alex Walsh and Kate Douglas locking up silver and bronze in the 200 IM. Back on campus, their school teammates cheering the victory. In men's basketball, the U.S. rebounding after losing their first game, blowing out Iran by 54 points. Now, the men's team, they did change up the starting lineup, so that may have helped them. Next up is the Czech Republic. They are still in the medal hunt. Now, speaking of medals, let's take a look at the scoreboard right now and the medal count as it stands this morning, guys. So in first place, Team USA with the most hardware right there, China in second place and Japan in third place. But when it comes to gold medals, that order is reversed. Japan, China, then the United States. And guys, just a quick reminder, there is a lot of Olympics left. So a lot more action, a lot more medals. Savannah and Hoda, back to you guys. All right, Tom, thank you. Look how lucky we are. Joining us now, we got Grace McCollum and Jordan Childs, two of Team USA's gymnasts. 
They shined. <laughs> they shined the other night. Silver medals in the team event. Ladies, hi. How are you? Our heroes. <laughs> we are so pumped to see you. We cannot believe what you were able to do given what happened. But Jordan, let's. I want to start with you. I think Simone just tweeted like my best friend got a silver. You guys are this close. So I was thinking, nobody knows Simone in this moment quite like you do. And we were we were all worried about her. I think you were worried about her. Yes. Uh, have you, were you able to glean a little bit more about what she was going through? I did experience a lot of different things going through that whole time that she what she was going through is something that I kind of didn't want to experience but you know I was there for her I supported her I did try to tell her like look you you know how to do everything this is you this is your moment it's all up to you I mean I really can't say a lot because you know like she has to tell her own story sure. but all I know is well, I'm going to support her no matter what. I am her teammate. I'm her best friend, like she said. We're, we've, this is the moment that I think that I truly realized that I gotten so much closer to her than I really thought. I mean, she's my ride or die. I will forever be by her side. She, she mouthed the words um, during the competition, I don't trust myself. And that struck, I think, a lot of us. And then you heard her say, and she's told me and she told other people at the news conference, she didn't want to let the team down. She didn't, you know, she was worried that she was going to let the team down. Um, which do you think, I mean, knowing her as well as you do, played more into it? I honestly can tell you that she knows who she is. Yeah. So when she goes out there, she's already done this before. She's yeah, already been an Olympian has, yeah. multiple times. I mean, she's the GOAT for the reason. <laughs> and, you know... When she knows what she has to do, she will take herself into that spot of, okay, look, yeah. I don't want to harm anybody. And, you know, at that moment in time, she was telling herself she didn't want to harm yeah. herself. Right. And so, you know, mm -hmm. I was happy that, I mean, we all understood, yeah. like, what she yeah, was going yeah. through. We all understood everything that was happening, and we just... We just mm -hmm. support her. Grace, what you guys did in oh. that moment oh. was nothing <laughs> short of incredible. I mean, there should be, like, a, a, a special asterisk next to the silver yeah. medal. It's one of the hardest things that could have been thrown your way, and you were first up. Yeah. You get this news, it's so unexpected, and then it's over to you, and you're on the bars, and go. Go. What was going yeah. through your mind? Um, I was really stressed because I knew that my routine probably set the whole mood for the rest yeah. of the week. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, so it was a lot of pressure. I My heart was beating about a million miles an hour, and I was on the verge of tears. But um, I just knew that I had to do my gymnastics, nothing more, nothing less. And, and Jordan, but, here you are. You weren't yeah. even expecting to do oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> and beam. You, were, you thought you'd be filing your nails over yes. there. Yes. Over. Yes. And yes. you nailed it. Yes. Did you surprise yourself? I truly did, but I also knew in my in my body that I could pull out um, mm -hmm. everything that I had. You know, I did have to fill some humongous shoes out there, <laughs> but you know, I did it for a reason. I did it for her. She will always be. She was with us the whole time, literally the whole time. So. Well, you had the eye of the tiger. Both y'all did, and Thank we were, you. we can't tell you how proud we are of you. When you guys nailed that silver, <laughs> it felt like it felt like gold. It felt like gold to us, and I know Simone was prouder than could be watching her cheerlead. Do, you, do yeah. you guys want her to do, she, yeah. you know, she has a decision. I know you want her to do what's mm -hmm. right for her, but do you hope that she'll compete again here at the Olympics and do an individual? I mean, yeah, of course we do. Yeah, we just want what's best yeah. for her. And 
whatever she puts her mind to. She's, yeah. she's Simone for a reason, and if she puts her mind to something that, she's not a quitter. I, you will never see Simone just go out there and not do what she knows she can do. Well, we know that you guys, um, it's kind of fun to be at the Olympics because you can geek out and see really cool people. And we saw you, didn't we see them geek out a second ago, well, SG? I was just saying, Jordan, these are Olympic silver medalists, yeah. and, but Jordan spotted a famous person. Another goat. Michael Phelps over <laughs> here. And we thought we should probably introduce oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Is this watching? Yeah. Jordan, what do you think? <laughs> My mom's going to kill me. <laughs> well, we'll let you guys meet and chat and get a picture, but we just thought it'd be nice for you guys to get introduced. Congratulations. You're such, an, you're such an inspiration. Yeah. I know oh, it's you. not even like... Uh, you're not even a, an, a gymnast, but just an athlete <laughs> yourself. Like you're, you're such an inspiration on a lot of people. So, thank you. Thank for you. How cool you. is that, Michael? <laughs> That's awesome. What All a right. moment! All right, we so love fun. you guys. Thank Congrats. you so much. Congratulations. Congrats, thank you made us proud. All right, look at Michael. He didn't walk. You can, no, I'm like, I don't you know where I'm supposed to be. It's your stage. You go wherever you want. Thank you so All right, much. We're gonna have a lot more ahead with Michael, by the way. Yeah, yeah. good conversation yeah. to have with Michael. Let's turn to the big news back home. And of course, when it comes to the coronavirus, we've got a big shift to tell you about on. Craig's following that this morning. Hi, Craig. Hey, Savannah Hoda. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. With cases rising, the CDC is now recommending even fully vaccinated Americans wear masks indoors in certain parts of the country. The move coming just weeks after lifting that same guidance. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez joins us from the CDC's headquarters in Atlanta with more on all of it. Gabe, good morning. Craig, good morning. This new mask guidance from the CDC is sure to catch the attention of millions of parents across the country because it recommends that all kids, K through 12, wear masks inside the classroom. And that is reigniting a fierce debate as schools prepare to reopen this school year. This morning, federal health officials are defending the CDC's reversal on masks. Once again, advising Americans, even vaccinated ones, to wear them in public indoor spaces, including schools in areas with high virus transmission. What was not really as well understood is the capability of this Delta variant to transmit so readily among people. The CDC says new research finds Delta is linked to rare but rising numbers of breakthrough infections in fully vaccinated people who could be carrying higher levels of the virus than previously thought, increasing their risk of infecting others. The unvaccinated are still the most vulnerable, making up almost all of COVID hospitalizations and deaths. People need to get vaccinated. That's the only way we're going to cut this thing off. Nobody likes wearing a mask. But some officials are pushing back. Iowa's governor says telling fully inoculated Americans to wear masks is counterproductive to our vaccination efforts and doesn't make sense. The call for masks in schools, even among vaccinated teens, has ignited protests from Virginia. Take the masks off our children. To Illinois. I need to breathe. Parent Ambria Abair is fed up and has decided to homeschool her 11-year-old daughter. How confusing of a time is it for parents right now? I think it's very confusing. It's hard to keep them in it like all day because, you know, they get tired of it. The White House is also now strongly considering requiring all federal workers to be vaccinated against COVID or to abide by strict protocols like regular testing. Craig. 
All right, Gabe Gutierrez for us there at the CDC headquarters. Gabe, thank you. And now to the congressional investigation into the January 6th riot at the Capitol. And emotions were running high yesterday at the first hearing of the House panel looking into that siege. Officers who faced down those rioters testifying in chilling detail. NBC's Garrett Hake was at that hearing. Garrett, good morning to you. Hey, Savannah, good morning. Yeah, this first hearing of the committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol served as a really clear reminder of just how brutal that battle truly was to protect the Capitol and everyone working inside. Exhausted, surrounded, and outnumbered. Four police officers on Tuesday describing in horrifying detail the battle they fought to protect the Capitol. I was electrocuted again and again and again with a taser. The rioters attempted to breach the Capitol were shouting, Trump, send us. They outnumbered us 50-something to one, so it didn't matter how many, um, how many we defeated. We just had to, um, we had to hold on. Lawmakers like, okay, shaken whatever. by what they heard. But you guys won. You guys helped. The officers testifying before the first hearing of a special committee investigating the insurrection. Many of their colleagues watching from their posts as they relived the day's violence. Much of it captured on body-worn cameras. A chaotic melee ensued. Terrorists pushed through the line and engaged us in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Officer Harry Dunn sharing the stunning physical and verbal attacks he endured. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, You hear that, guys? Voted for Joe Biden. No one had ever, ever called me a while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. MPD officer Michael Fanone furious at those Republicans still downplaying the violence of that day. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful. Committee member Liz Cheney said yesterday she wants to know what was happening every single minute of that day at the White House. Savannah, this investigation appears likely to take many months to complete. Every American should hear that testimony, mm -hmm. Garrett. Thank you very much. 17 minutes past the hour. Time to switch gears and get some weather. It seems a little lightning-y. Yeah, lightning-y. That that's, that's, that's the word. Yeah, we've got some thunderstorms yeah. to our north, about 25 miles. And in fact, uh, we've got a severe thunderstorm advisory for central Japan, Tokyo. Part of that, we're watching this system push in. We will be watching showers and thunderstorms here in uh, Tokyo over the next several hours, right on into Thursday morning, so we'll be watching this very closely. It may have an impact on what's been going on. Now, closer to home, we got some severe weather firing up as well coming across central uh, Minnesota. We've got 25 million people at risk, including a moderate risk in the upper Great Lakes. We're also looking tomorrow, this will push on to the east, and Thursday afternoon into the evening, we've got 32 million people at risk for severe weather happening. This system will be pushing as it's coming out of the Midwest, pushing in those strong storms late tonight into tomorrow, past Chicago as we move into Thursday. Flood threat will start to increase because we've already got really saturated soil. And you look at this, we've got anywhere from one to three inches of rain through the Great Lakes, but also into the Appalachians and into the Northeast Mid-Atlantic states. We're talking about anywhere from one to three inches as well. That's your latest weather. This gets a little closer. We're going to your room. No. <laughs> Doing a show in your room. Oh, nice and tight. Oh, oh nice and tight. There you go, kids. All right, coming up, we're going to much more on Simone's uh, decision overnight to now withdraw from the individual all-around final here in Tokyo. 
putting an even brighter spotlight on the mental health of all athletes. And Michael Phelps is here live. He is uniquely qualified to talk about the pressures placed on star athletes. We'll get his reaction, his message to Simone, and what he thinks needs to change. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back at 7.30 Wednesday morning at home, Wednesday night here in Tokyo. Look at this, y'all. This is Simone Biles. Looks like Michaela too, Skinner. They're taking in the men's all-around individual final. Simone Biles uh, was cheering her team on yesterday, and now she's cheering the guys on today. Uh, you know? Look at her. She's yeah. doing what Simone does, yes. pulling it to pulling everyone together. Overnight, of course, the star making news once again, pulling out of tomorrow's women's all around to focus on her mental yeah. health. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, she's joining a growing list of elite athletes who are opening up about the pressures of competing in the public eye. And in a moment, we're going to talk to an Olympic star who knows all about that, Michael Phelps. He really got that conversation going. But first, we turn to NBC's Stephanie Gosk, who joins us with more on this. Hi, Steph. Hi, Good Steph. morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. Good morning. You know, in sports and a especially at the Olympics. We're used to athletes achieving superhuman feats, but Simone Biles is just the latest competitor to unapologetically tell the world, I'm human too. In the run-up to the games, there was one face we saw over Simone. and over again. Autograph. Simone Biles, gymnastics' biggest and brightest star, with a shot at a record-setting six gold medals and a chance to add another spectacular skill to her name. But the athlete, known for her gravity-defying moves, finally came down to earth. Wow. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. Simone withdrawing from her sport's biggest stage, citing her mental health. It's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are, rather than just battle through it. The gymnastics great, just the latest athlete to bring mental health to the forefront. Tennis phenom Naomi Osaka, who lit the cauldron and was eliminated from competition Tuesday, famously pulling out of the French Open earlier this year, revealing her struggles with depression and anxiety. NBA star Kevin Love opened up about his struggles too, writing last year, I was simply paralyzed with depression. It took five Olympics for me to really see it. And for years, Michael Phelps has sounded the alarm about the growing mental health crisis, particularly among Olympic athletes. To this day, he struggles with depression. I hope this is an opportunity for us to jump on board and to even blow this mental health thing even more wide open. It is so much bigger than we can ever imagine. With the awe-inspiring thrill of gymnastics also comes serious risks. The sport can be dangerous, especially if you are not 100% mentally focused, which can lead to catastrophic injuries. This is Simone Biles. I think she's going for it. Whether or not Simone returns to competition, her legacy will still be etched in gold. Telling Hoda earlier this year, she hopes to be a voice for change in her sport. Simone, 50 years from now, people will say your name. Yes. And you'll be in some history books. What what do you want to be remembered as? Hopefully for taking the sport to higher depths and also for making a change for the newer generations to come. 
for its part, USA Gymnastics is speaking out in support of Simone as well, releasing a statement this morning saying, we wholeheartedly support Simone's decision and applaud her bravery in prioritizing her well-being. Her courage shows yet again why she is a role model for so many. USAG adding Jade Carey will take Simone's place in the oh. individual all around tomorrow night, guys. All right, Steph, thank you. Well, joining us now is Michael Phelps, mm -hmm. the most decorated Olympian mm -hmm. of all time, and he perhaps more than anyone can relate to the pressures felt by Simone. Michael, good morning. morning. I mean, you really got this conversation mm -hmm. going. You had a documentary called The Weight of Gold. Mm -hmm. You know what that feels sure. like on your shoulders, and so does Simone. What was your thought when you first heard this news? Uh, well, First, I wanted to make sure she was okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's got to be difficult having something like that happen in a competition. Um, you know, we were just talking. I, I, I don't know if that's ever happened um, mm -hmm. for me. So, but also I think on the other side, I, this is an opportunity for us, all of us, to really learn more about mental health, mm -hmm. to all help each other out. Um, you know, for me, I, I, I want people to be able to have somebody that can support them. Mm -hmm who's non-judgmental mm -hmm. and who is willing to hold space. Mm -hmm. So these are these are there, there's a lot that we can do to help one another and we have to start. We we can't we can't yeah. can't brush under the rug anymore. These issues are really they really do affect athletes. Um, you know, if you had an issue with it, Michael, it would mean your time wouldn't be as good. Yep. If Naomi Osaka has an issue, maybe she loses a set. If Simone Biles loses her confidence, loses her mojo, she's up in the air doing those flips. It could mean like a devastating injury for her. It's really a kind of a different thing. It's not about a bad performance. It's like doing harm to your body. And I think right. she talked about being afraid. And that's, yeah, that's, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, it, it can be overwhelming, especially during, during a competition. Um, I mean, I just had a brain fart, so I just went <laughs> completely out of it. Uh, but, but I do think that there is, there's something more than just, uh-oh, she'll have a bad performance. Because people at home may be watching this and going like, I don't get it. Why did she all of a sudden like take, take, take off and like pull out of the competition? It's, it's difficult. And, yeah. and, but I think the only way that we're able to be our 100% authentic yeah. self is if we can take care of our mental health and our physical yeah. self at the same time. Yeah. That's the only way. So, you know, her being able to do this, I think, just really shows what she wants to do moving forward. Mm -hmm. I would love you to take on, I, I know there are people that are probably sitting out there, probably on their couch, let's face mm -hmm. it, and saying, well, wait a minute, she's an Olympic athlete. That's her job. Mm -hmm. She's supposed to mm -hmm. get out there and perform under pressure. But we're also humans, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, so what like would you say to them? Uh, exactly that. I mean, we're human beings. We have emotions. We deal with things just like everybody else does. So, um, but we're also at the, like, we're literally, the spotlight is on us. We're supposed to carry all this stuff, and it's difficult. So, um, I, in my opinion, I, I would say we want support. Um, you know, obviously, we feel the love from everybody else. Um, yeah, and that's, that's the best. Can you talk just to the pressure Simone was feeling? Because there are only a couple of athletes who've ever felt it. You're one of them. To know what it feels like to be on the front page of every paper, of every magazine, in every commercial, and every ad, the world watching you. Like, you are defining the Olympic Games. Pressure comes from absolutely everywhere, yeah. and everybody deals with it completely different. Um, I, I don't know how anybody else does. I, I only know how I've ever dealt with it. For me, it's something that excites me. And, and uh -huh. for me, I'm somebody that puts more pressure on myself than any other human yeah. being can on this planet. Um, I, I, I yeah. grew up in the Olympic space. This is yeah. what I love. This is where, mm -hmm. I mean, this is 
this is my career. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I almost thrived off pressure more than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know what, you also, I and mean, when we talked about the weight of gold, it wasn't actually, the conversation you were starting wasn't necessarily about the performance pressure. Mm -hmm. It was about what happened when the lights go down. Mm -hmm. Correct. It was about what happened when everybody goes mm -hmm. home and they weren't, aren't asking for autographs right. anymore. Right. And mm -hmm. that's a good conversation to have too, because I'm looking at all these Olympic mm -hmm. athletes who are having this brilliant yeah. moment mm -hmm. in the yeah. sun and the smiles, and then it's over, and this thing that they worked for all their mm -hmm. lives, what's your advice? to them you know there's so many people that look up to you and you've really helped them with this conversation I would say the one thing that I've learned is is keep a routine if that's something you've had mm -hmm. right like for me I I was be at the pool at this time to swim here and there and then you're sleeping you're eating you're doing that for me it was hard to get a routine after I was done competing so um, take care of yourself but but you know it, it's difficult when you look at an Olympic Games you build 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 for four years yeah. Like you said, you get to the edge and you're like, what do I do? Yeah, Who am I? Yeah. Who, yeah. What is my identity? Yeah. Yeah. That is the biggest thing. Yeah. So um, if you can find out really what you want to do next, chase it, right? Like we, we chase our goals and dreams better than anybody, right? Like that's, that's what our job is. Try to win an Olympic gold medal. If our, if our dreams and yeah. our goals are something that excite us, then it should mm -hmm. be easy to get back onto that routine and fire away. Well, you found a real purpose with this and yeah. we're grateful trying, for it. Trying, trying. Yeah. I think the one thing that, that I would say five years ago, I knew kind of what it was going to be like, I guess a little bit, but yeah. now fast forward to today, yeah. I had no idea it would be as big mental health, as big as what mm -hmm. it is, as what it is now. You know what's funny? I'm looking at you and you're, we're doing this great interview and behind you, like the whole USA softball team is like <laughs> mouthing, oh my God, Michael Phelps, oh my gosh, Michael Phelps. So, so fan club you. behind you. Yeah. Pretty cool, right guys? <laughs> Congrats. Thank, Thank you. you. You're the man. <laughs> you're the man, he's right. Well, he you're is. all in the same club now. Like, Come on. Yeah, That's Olympic right. medalist. Michael, thank you so Thanks, much. Michael. We love having you here. And good, good segue to the competition yeah. Yeah. because, as mentioned, the men's individual all around. It's actually live on the NBC Sports app right now. Mm -hmm. Simone cheering on Team USA for the gymnastics. You can yeah. watch it on your phone. You scan the QR code on the screen. That's how that all works. Full coverage mm -hmm. tonight in prime time right here on NBC. The two OGs, you know. I know it's original gangster, but old grandmas. There's Michaela. Uh, with I love her that as they well. call themselves skin. grandmas because they if like grandmas. It. What are we? We're, we're in the grave. Yeah, basically. we are. Coming up next, kids. They're in their 20s. Yeah, they're in their 20s. OGs. Oh, oh, we're going to yeah. talk to U.S. softball team about their epic rivalry with Team Japan. We're so happy that they're here. They took home the silver and their sport returned to the Olympics. It was after 13 years. We were waiting a long time for this, and we're so happy to have them with us coming up right after this. Fujitan sends one deep, and J.D. Reed robs her of a home run and pulls it back into the yard. <laughs> come on, come on. We're back with one of the highlights for Team USA softball in the gold medal game. After a 13-year absence, the sport made its return to the Olympic stage with the U.S. renewing oh. its rivalry with Japan in the quest for gold. In the end, okay, so Japan took the gold, but you can still proudly call Team USA silver medalists. How lucky are we? The entire team is with us today. We got everybody uh, with us, and we're so happy to have you guys. Uh, Monica, let's just start with you. I mean, 13 years, we've been waiting yeah. for this moment. It was a long time coming. How did it feel to be in that gold medal round? You know, it was a long time yeah. coming, but honestly, this journey has been incredible, and it just shows the growth of softball and how far we have come as women in this sport. And 
it's just incredible being on this stage with these with these 18 women, these 15 on the field. It's just incredible feeling and so many emotions of joy and happiness. I just I just love this story because softball's been out of the Olympics for 13 years. Why? It was last played. I know. Why? 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 We'll get to that. But it's been 13 years, so it was last in 2008. Mm -hmm. The last gold medal game was with Japan, right. USA versus Japan. Mm -hmm. Two people were there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Monica Abbott uh -huh. and Kat Osterman. Come on, Kat. Okay, they were there, and it would, they faced the same pitcher yeah. on the Japanese yeah. side. I mean, it was an epic rematch. Mm -hmm. Kat, what was it like mm -hmm. to square off again? Mm -hmm. You know, it was exciting. Um, this is a completely, obviously, different team 13 years later. The energy we had going into that game was just so high. Um, you know, starting off, just wanted to give us some momentum, get us out there rolling, and um, we were all ready for it. But, you know... I think the matchup and the fact it was Wayno and, and myself again starting um, was kind of ironic, but at the same time, we thrive in those moments, and, and that was everything we wanted to, to be seeing in that moment is the best of the best competing for the gold. Well, you guys, we, you shine the spotlight back on softball again, and you guys have left such a legacy for people. What do you hope that future athletes, because kids are watching you going, oh, my God, I want to be just like them. Really tell us. Yeah, I mean, for our for our sport to have this platform and really just to give young women an opportunity to be like, hey, you yeah. can go out and play yeah. a game of failure um, and succeed at it and just play the game on on the highest level, inspiring people to, to continue to play our game and to continue to play it for a long time. I mean, Kat and Monica have rode this thing out for 13 yes. years. We're not done. We're trying to get back in L.A. in 2028. Well, I was going to ask, so, raise your hand. We're not done. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. All right. Hey, say hi to your mom real quick. Hi, Mom. I love you so much, Mom. I know. She, yeah, she, I, I promise her. Y'all want to say hi to your moms? Everybody yeah. say hi, Mom. We love you. Hi, medalists. All right. Congratulations, kids. You're awesome. We love to watch you play. You guys are flawless. Awesome. Thank you. Let's get a check of the weather from Al. Apparently, it's about to start pouring. Yeah, we need a synchronized hi, Mom. One, two, three. Hi, Mom. All right. Everybody got it in. Now, we're watching this line of thunderstorms here coming in. We're going to have to skedaddle downstairs before this is all over. But let's take a look and show you what's happening closer to home around the country. Scattered storms down through the southeast. High humidity down through the Gulf. Fire risk continues out west. Very hot in the northern plains and a severe outbreak in the upper Midwest. How can softball not continue to be? I mean, come on. I mean, let's go, LA. Let's, come on. Go. Start the yeah, all right. Don't, are don't we, get, we're with don't you. Don't make us come yeah, after yeah, you, yeah, Olympics. All right. It's, it's got to happen. All right. Al, thank you. We just talked with Michael Phelps. And just ahead, Craig, you sat down with the new face of U.S. swimming. Yeah, his name's Caleb Dressel. He's back in the pool tonight going for gold number two of these games. What he revealed to me about handling pressure, expectations, and chasing a Phelps-like metal hall here in Tokyo. A conversation coming up. But first, these messages. Straight ahead, we are hitting the road. Yeah. That's right, the fun we had on a very special bus tour of Tokyo. What are you eating there? No idea. Look yummy, though. Coming up, your 8 o'clock hour.